What's the deal, people? We back at y'all with another one. Welcome back to the Viral Way Podcast. It's your boy, the one and only, your host that do the most, Mr. Viral himself, aka the villain, because they hate me for my opinion. As always, I got my co-host with me, the Messiah, you feel me? We here to lead the sheep, we're here to awake the sheep that sleep. We're here to lead the way, like my boy Messiah say. We got my boy back in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Cali the One. How y'all doing, man? Cali the One. Tapped in. You already know. You feel me? I'm ready to Disorderly rock. conducts on. Y'all already know how we get. Yes, sir. When we get together. So put your thinking caps on. You feel me? It's finna get deep. We're gonna start with the topic that got the whole world talking. Let's just get right <laughs> into it. I mean, man. we all done seen the video. We all done read comment after comment after comment. We all done analyzed. Now it's time to get into it. Couple days ago, young lady got online claiming that she got hit in the face with a brick because some dude approached her for a number and quote unquote she turned him down. Now, I didn't want to just jump right into it because I don't like speaking on things until I get all the facts. So, long story short, all the women jump out there. Oh man, you know, dudes out there was cowards because I guess it was a couple guys out there who witnessed the whole thing happen and didn't assist her. So she got. Her camera out, start going in on the dudes. Oh, y'all, uh, y'all some cowards. Y'all didn't help me. All these black men didn't help me. Wooty bam. So naturally, everybody going crazy blaming the dudes that was out there. Now, a couple of days go by, they find her Instagram and her socials. And she's a quote unquote feminist who down talks men on the regular. I guess that's her content. She even goes out. I don't know if it's scripted or staged or not. Some say it is, some say it's not. Where she's approaching random guys in the street having back and forth, wind up slapping the dudes and walking off twerking, like all type of crazy, crazy shit. shit. Like I even went and watched a couple of her videos where she's empowering women saying, hey, we don't need men, we're the ones, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. Now, I don't know if y'all seen, but today another video came out, I think it was from like 2020 it looked like, okay. where the same type of incident happened where she pulled a phone out, she was out somewhere saying that some dude beat her up. Mind you, this is like 2020. So I'm like, damn. She done done this before. Now, what I want to know from y'all is, because this is the... Well, first of all, let me get y'all input on the actual situation. How do y'all feel about the situation itself? I don't really... (laughs) Based off of the things that I know, I don't really feel no way about that situation. As far as in terms of... I don't wish nothing happening on nobody, but if you're going over there looking for shit, somebody for sure going to help you find it. And I feel like she finally, she she might have met her match, fucking with the wrong nigga. Or the right nigga, I should say. Because he wasn't he, he wasn't going for that shit. And they say the dude was the same race or same ethnicity or whatever it was, but you just gotta leave men alone, man. It's the same fucking shit we be talking about all the time. And for women that don't think you need men, don't cry for men when it's when it's time for something when you need them. But I, I ain't gonna go too deep right now on that. 
I think I think it's a couple ways you can break it down. Like it's it's one, you know, what happened with the brick. Two, it's her kind of being mad after the incident and addressing those dudes, which um there's actually a video that said they found them guys and they said that um they were actually just coming back. They weren't there when it happened. They had just got there. So she pulled her phone out and made it seem like they were just there, mm. but they really weren't. Uh, there's another guy too that's a Somalian who said that she's this type of girl where this is the content that she's trying to, you know, pull off. Um, she's always down talking, being, you know, outspoken, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but what I will say about the situation is I don't think whatever the case is, because we don't have the moment in time where something could have taken place to where he needed to throw a brick at her face. But I just can't see as a dude what would make you get there. Like, even if you take it to the most far out scenario, which would be she was trying to hurt this guy. You know, I'm automatically assuming he was more, he was bigger than her and he was probably stronger than her. So if she was trying to hurt you, even in the most far out scenario, you could have overpowered her at the, to me, at the easiest thing you could have done. You could have tackled, tackled her. You could have did some, whatever. You feel me? Even punched her if that's what was going on. But you threw the brick at her. So I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how that happened. See, the, I don't th think. the thing about what people don't understand is when you disrespecting people out here. This is why respect is so big in, in the world in general, because you need to respect people. If you think you don't know what that man was going through, you don't know what he's dealing with. You don't you could have been the one to set it off. You know what I mean? At that point, he could have been dealing with all type of shit that built up, built up. And she came and did what she did. He probably and that was a ticking time bomb. You know what I mean? So I can't really say of why, whatever the case is, but stop antagonizing people. Stop. Mm. She ain't no telling what type of word she used to disrespect the man. You know what mm. I mean? So. See, here go, here go my take on it. Now, before I give my take on it, because I know they're going, oh, man, they defending the guy hitting the brick and block. Let me just put this disclaimer out there. Under no circumstance, I ain't going to say no circumstance, under almost no circumstance, do I agree with hitting a woman in the face with a brick. Now, if she pull a knife or a pistol or something, hey, brick her away. Do what you got to do. I got to do. You might got to do what you got to <laughs> do. You know what I'm saying? But under no circumstance is it cool to hit a female in the face with a brick, regardless of what she said. Like, she, like you said, she's a female. You can overpower her, whatever the case. So I'm going to just say, on, say that. I don't agree with, dude, throwing a brick in her face. Now, on the flip side, what I will say is, the type of energy you put out is always going to be the energy you get back tenfold. This woman is online antagonizing men from every angle, from a verbal angle. She's trying to empower other women to look down and encourage disrespected men. Her, the content that she makes herself, she's physically out in the streets slapping men. Whether it's staged or not, that is the type of image that she's putting out to the world. And one of the guys who was actually on the scene, who did not assist her, said that she's known in the neighborhood for being that type of woman. She goes out and looks for trouble. He said that night, the guy that hit her with a brick, she was antagonizing him looking for the trouble. Whether she was trying to make content or this is just how she get down, according to him, this is just how she get down. And everybody in the town know, which is why he did not aid and assist her, because he said, basically, she got what he was looking for. Now, this is the cold part. You cannot be a feminist 
And a man-hating feminist at that saying, hey, we don't need men. We are almighty, all-powerful. We can do everything ourselves. And the second you get into a situation, you looking for the same men that you saying you don't need to assist you. So at that point, my question to her was, why didn't you go look for any women? Because I always say, hey, you put, you put women in a stressful or dangerous situation. I don't care how much feminist shit they talk and they go back to their natural role, which as we've seen there, she got hit in the face with a brick and instead of reacting like a equal to a man, because if any one of us in here get hit in the face with a brick, you either got to react and defend yourself or the, pe or the guys that came with you got to help defend you. So if she was out there with some women, where were these women? Yeah. Y'all are equal to men, right? Your homegirl just got hit in the face with a brick. Y'all should have been teaming up like the motherfucking Powerpuff girls are going to handle that. But nah, you was looking for the same men that you saying you don't need. That's the type of energy y'all got to stop putting out because when life hits you in the face, no pun intended, you see the results. Now, for the people that's going in on the dudes who didn't help, that's a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother topic that I want to get into. But how... Go ahead. No, no, nah, nah, go ahead. No, nah, but I, even then, on their level, like they said, you mad at them for not helping you. They are complete strangers. Ain't no telling what, what you did to even come help you. Every man is not risking their life for a crazy woman that they don't know if she is. Are you out here acting a fool? What is a nigga going to protect you for? And then something happened to them, what is they going to do with their kids or their family? You know what I mean? Do end up chipping one of them because they trying to help you and you the one who started all this, the bullshit in the first place. Like, so people got to know their place. And like you said, women that's acting like they don't need men, nine times out of 10, that's going to happen. Because any real woman that's out there on the streets, 99% of men are not going to just allow a man to just be abusing or doing whatever she's doing unless she got that coming. And then even the dude that that did the, um, that came out and said he was there said in the same circumstances he would not help her again <laughs> if it presented itself oh, again. Yeah. So that says a lot more about her and the people that's going against them for not helping. See, because this, this was my next question. Should men protect all women? I mean, this is the thing, like, with that situation, why it was annoying that she was mad that they didn't help her is like exactly what you said. If I don't know you, right, you, and, and this is for, I, I use this uh, same scenario in my life. If you see somebody broke down in their car on the side of the road, how many people pass you up? Like just how many people pass Man, you there, up? Hundreds of people. Ain't nobody stopping to help you, right? So the same thing applies to when you get hit in the face you know what I mean? Or you get assaulted or whatever the case is. Most people are not going to stop. And then you also have to think of it like this. Oh, you guys are men. You guys should be protecting women. You know, if you see a woman out here getting abused or assaulted or harassed, you should step in. It's something called fight or flight. Right? And this is a human sensation that we all feel. Don't matter if you a guy or a girl. So... Nine times out of 10, most people, don't even say dudes, but just most people are going to have that flight reaction, not the fight reaction. So you've seen all the time, they've had uh, school shooter drills, et cetera, where people can't react fast enough because they go into that flight reaction. So if anybody, nine times out of 10, was to see somebody on the side of the road arguing and then dude pick up a brick and throw it, oh, I'm going to mind my business because... For one, I'm probably going to be frozen like, damn, that just happened. And two, if he doing that to her, what are he going to do to me? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep it pushing. 
like like point blank period. I'm gonna keep it pushing because I don't know what's gonna happen to me as well. And then like you said, to to piggyback on that, I am a man, and so my duty is to protect, right, and provide, um, etc. But if I get chipped over here doing that for for you, the women in my life might have just lost the man in their life. You know what I mean? Their their rock, their their foundation. So it's like you gotta play. You know what I mean? What means more? What do you value more in that situation? If if I'm seeing this woman uh, get abused, you know, and then also it's domestic situations where I didn't see and no dudes who done helped in a domestic situation and ended up going away because the girl that was getting abused by her dude, once the police came, they flipped it on him. Mm. So it's like when you see a man and a woman fighting in the street, you don't know if they together. You don't know if she just going to turn around and go back to bro tomorrow. Like it's a whole bunch of different things we don't know. Um, just to top it off with the flight or fight sensation where it's like you can't expect all men to protect you because most of us niggas ain't built like that period they run from a fade it's like you think they gonna run into trouble <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, you think niggas gonna run into trouble like nah it's not gonna happen so niggas ain't my, fighting for their damn self. that's what I'm saying like, like, that's, that's my take so it's like listen I'm gonna be brutally honest and brutally real with y'all it is not a stranger's responsibility to protect you we got to stop with all this protect all women bullshit. That is a fallacy. It's not real. It's not even, it's not even plausible. It, it just makes no sense to expect men that you probably wouldn't even give the time of day to. If he said hello, you would keep walking or pretend like you're on your phone to risk his life to protect you. Mind you, this same guy can't depend on you for shit. You are a stranger. If he walked up to you and was like, hey, I'm on a dry spell. Can I get my dick sucked? You're going to look at the nigga like he's crazy. <laughs> If he on a dry spell and need some pussy, you gonna look at the nigga like he crazy. You fuck around, call the police on this nigga. But he's supposed to risk catching, excuse me, we can't even say certain words. He's supposed to risk getting unalive mm. to protect you. Mind you, like he said, we don't know if this domestic, how many videos we done seen of Captain Saberho jumping in, boyfriend manning him down, and you're done. She not finna help you. She gonna leave with bro. Like he said, I'll be right back with bro tomorrow. Not only that, this the cold part. Let's just say, okay, protect all women. I got kids. I got a woman. I got a mom. I got a sister. I got aunties. I got people depending on me. So if I lose my life protecting you, what are you going to do to ensure my kids is straight now? Because now daddy's gone. Now husband's gone. Now son's gone. Now uncle's gone. Now everything that I was providing for my family, that's gone. So now they got to struggle and you're going to be right back online twerking on Instagram two, three days later. You're going to send my kids some money. You're going to send my kids to college. You're going to uh, ensure a trust fund for my kids. Fuck no. You're going to help feed my kids. Fuck no. You're going to help pay the bills, make sure they got a roof over their head. Fuck no. I probably won't even get a rest in peace Instagram post, but I'm supposed to risk my life for a stranger. No, that's not how it works. Men are not protecting women that's not under their supervision. This is why I tell women that's in relationships, you don't belong in the clubs, in the bars, in these spaces where drunk, horny, sexually crazed men are without your man. You don't need to be in these environments because this type of stuff happens. I've said it on this show to women that sat right there on that couch. What happens when it goes wrong and one of these drunk, horny dudes slap the shit out you? Oh, you being extra. Oh, you being over the top. Not only did dude slap the shit out of her, he slapped the shit out of her with a brick. 
Now who's being over the top? That's what comes with being a strong, independent woman. You want to walk around the world thinking that it's all green because you're a woman and nothing can happen and you equal to men and you ain't got to respect men. That's the bad side of it. There's good to it and there's bad to it. But if you are not under my supervision, it's not my job to protect you. But on the flip side, I will say this. It is in a man's nature to want to protect soft, feminine, respectful women. Now, if you out here acting like a ratchet, a thot, a hoe, nigga like, man, I ain't protecting this bitch. But if she's over here a good woman, or she's giving off the vibes of a good woman, and we see her being harassed, naturally, you're going to be like, hey, man, chill out, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like uh, bro was telling me earlier. It's like you walk in somebody's house and somebody granny in there. Naturally, you like, ooh. Tighten let me, up. Let me tighten up. Let me get my respect together. Or somebody's mom in the living room. Naturally, you come in, take the hat off, or how you doing, man? You know what I'm saying? Naturally. Just your natural instinct. But you running around half naked. You slapping men in public. You talking like, you cursing like a fucking sailor. Man, nobody protecting you. Risking my life for you. Like I said, you're going to be twerking on Instagram an hour later when my body getting packed up. <laughs> Bitch, get the fuck out of here. It's out of, that's, that's not happening. It's not happening. If I can't come up to you randomly and get my dick sucked, I'm not protecting you. Period. No, I get you. I do get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just keep throwing that out there. I got to risk my life, but I the same woman I'm risking my life for, I can't get no head. I can't get no ass. Nothing. I can't get a cooked meal. No, nah, fuck out of here. I, I get what you're saying. Like, and again, we don't, it's not like we we're condoning what happened, but it's women have to understand that while all of the privilege that you do have, you know what I mean? And I think that sometimes there is a false sense for women of privilege that they do have. They 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 think they have more privilege than what they do. You got to understand, again, in a real world, in a real world situation, all of that shit don't matter. Like, it really don't matter. You being a woman is not going to 100% solidify protection. And, and it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? Just because you're a girl or a woman does not mean that somebody is going to come and protect you. And the sooner y'all learn that and move, you know, more with caution, whatever, pepper spray, whatever it is, the sooner, you know what I mean, you guys will feel better about that certain type of situation. No, I agree with what you're saying. I feel like they, 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 a lot of women like that, biggest problems is entitlement. They feel like mm. they're entitled to have certain things go a certain way when, when something happens. And now that, like you just said, men are waking up to where it's like, you ain't even worth protecting. So why would I even risk that or whatever the case is? But she's so entitled, probably used to that type of behavior of, Men coming out, jumping out the woodworks, but now men are waking up like, man, we tired of that type of shit. But niggas is looking at it like, nigga, fuck all that. Like, it is what it is. So that's the only thing, I, the only way I could look at it from her perspective. See, she uh, blaming uh, everything of, a, like you said, a brick. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, the cub bricked her. That, I ain't laughing at the, but I'm just like, damn, what did she say to cub? What was he going through to pick up a brick? Like, damn, bro had some demons going on. But this is the harsh reality that men face every day that women don't even realize is going on. As a man, anytime we walk in a room, we got to think about unaliving somebody. Like, it's just like a, a natural thing. I don't know if y'all do it, but for me, it's like natural. Like, we size, we sizing dudes up. Yeah. Any room we walk in, like, I could be meeting you respectful. What's <laughs> up, so, bro? How you doing, in the man? back of my mind, hey, if this nigga start to... tripping out, can I knock this nigga out? <laughs> like, can I really... Put him down if I need to. Uh, and that's why the respect level between men is always there because it's always an underlying line of violence there going, hey, I know I got to talk to this guy with a certain line of respect 
unless I'm ready to take it there because I know if he talked to me a certain type of way and crossed this line, I'm ready to take it there. So I'm a I'm never gonna underestimate the next man. I'm gonna assume you got the same thought process as me, or you as dangerous as me, or you'll take it as far as I would. So naturally, I'm gonna keep that level of respect there until you cross it. That's gonna give me the green light to do what I gotta do. With women, they live life on fucking easy mode, and they think they could just run around treating everybody no any type of way because men are supposed to hit women, right? Yeah. Truthfully so, you're not. But like we see with the content she makes, she don't believe in that. She think I'm a woman, I can do whatever the fuck I want, say what I want, and because you a man, you're not supposed to hit me. Ladies, I don't know what universe you living in. Man, people is unraveling out of here. Yeah. COVID did something to people. People is fucking... You thought they was crazy before? People was really out their mind. You might want to walk a tight rope out here. Like, y'all really got to chill because it's not, we're not in them times no more. People is unaliving people for less. And this goes back to what I'm going to keep saying. You want to be strong, independent, say you don't need men? When the problems of a man greet you, don't look for a man to handle that problem. Be strong, independent, and handle that shit. If you want what comes with the protection of a man, you got to fall under the program of a man. That's just how it is. I cannot protect you if you do not submit to me. It's just like a kid. I can't protect my kid if they don't listen. If I say, hey, don't run out in traffic because his car's coming, your little ass going to get hit, and they don't listen and go run out in traffic, they're going to get hit. Same logic applies. If I tell you, hey, you don't need to be in the club, chill, don't take your ass to the club. You might catch a brick in the face. But yeah, y'all got any closing words on that? Because <laughs> women just gotta stop being lawless. Stop out here living crazy without no goddamn structure. Like you said, when y'all out here without no men in y'all lives, this is what this is the results of shit that's going on. Because nine times out of ten, your ass wouldn't have been doing all that if a man was with you in the first place. To that level of disrespecting another man like that. So stop being lawless. Find some structure. Get some morals and some principles about yourself. And carry yourself like a woman. If not, go be a 304 and make your money and do what you do. But don't be mad at the consequences that come behind that too. Yeah, I mean, again, we can't, you know, I don't think, again, I don't think having a brick thrown at your face is the way to go about whatever happened. But in the universe, you feel me, in the world, you can't mitigate, you know what I mean? You can't control the outcome. So it's like... Whatever dude had in his mind that he wanted to do what you do to you, if you said this or that, that's what he was gonna do. So it's like in that moment, nothing really could have stopped it. You feel what I'm saying? And it's not, it's not nobody's fault but his. And so that's why I'm like, I don't like, you know, what she did, where she turned everybody else, et cetera, and made it their fault. Uh, you know, it's it's both of their fault. You probably shouldn't have been up in his face. You know what I mean? If you didn't know, bro. And you, as a man, you know, you should have reacted differently, but y'all didn't. And now we're here, you feel me? So yeah, but, like, in, but in his mind, I don't just say, I'm not, let me say that too, because they're going to probably think I just agree with <laughs> the He's like, you like, one of them niggas <laughs> that's throwing bricks at me. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying, I don't agree with the bricks. I'm not even going to get to that point of uh, getting me that mad where I got to use a brick on a female. <laughs> but I'm just saying, people's thought processes are not the same. Like you yeah. just said, people are out their mind. So we can have many comments what we expected or what what people would do in them situations until you in that situation. And we don't know how his mind even worked. So for him, it, that was probably the best move he could have made. He probably was so pressured up in front of a whole crowd. Like, this bitch didn't do whatever she did. He had to get a brick. He felt like that was justified. Like, But it wasn't. But yeah, it's like, man. Just... Ladies, because I'm seeing this a lot in my comments, actually, on, on my socials. Don't use this 
and apply this to all men. Like, oh, now I'm in, I can't even turn niggas down or I'm going to catch a... Man, I'm going to catch a brick to the face. Like, let's knock it off. Yeah. This was a rare event. Like, most guys ain't throwing a brick at you for turning them down. I don't see guys throwing bricks at friendly, soft, feminine women. Like, oh, my God, you're a great woman. Here goes a brick. Did, no. that, is that, did that even happen, though? Not to cut you off. because no, the, dude, yeah, the right. dude, But the old boy that came said it was a whole different situation. The dude that got on the... Um... When they made the video. The oh, yeah, yeah. He was just like, nobody really questioned the validity of the story. Like, we didn't see a brick. We didn't see a brick thrown. But because it's a woman, we automatically believe they're which is dangerous because we all know women lie. Like, it's just in their nature. It is what it is. I mean, I seen. But I'm going to say this, though. When you disrespect the person, you cannot dictate their reaction to your disrespect. Like, you can't tell somebody you took it too far. That's the thing about disrespect. And like he said, why respect is so pivotal. Uh, pivotal. Like 50 said, if an issue isn't worth taking a life over, you might as well just leave it alone. If you're not willing to take it there, there's no point in going there because the other person might be willing to take it there. And you might be just thinking, oh, you know, this might just be an argument. Nah, they ready to take it to the fullest extent over that argument. Or, hey, this might just be a little fade, you know, get the fade out the way. In their mind, they like, nah, this is going to the fullest extent. So, it's best to just respect everybody. Respect gets respect. Respect everybody. You ain't got to worry about shit like that. But, you know, I don't want to keep giving her too much yeah, clout because she was out of her damn mind anyway. Yeah. This is another topic I wanted to touch on. I really ain't seen too many people asking this question, but I, I see the whole world talking about this. And I just sat back one day and was like, damn, why should we care? The world is infatuated with celebrities worshiping the devil. And my question is like, damn, why should we care? Um, oh my God, you saw the video that, that it was subliminal messages or you saw their performance, it was subliminal messages. Look at the hand sign, look at this. They even said we worship the devil for the little, uh, uh, the hand mudgers that we do on here. Like y'all don't even know what this is. Yeah. Like do your research on what this is. They like, they in the Illuminati. But it's like people are infatuated. They love being infatuated with it. But at the end of the day, why should we care if you worship the devil? So I think you got two sides to it. You got um, one of the sides for me is a little cringe and annoying because you have what, what we would call conspiracy theorists, and um, which I believe in a lot of conspiracies because I don't I don't believe them to be conspiracies. But you have people are, who are on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or whatever that are very crazed with you know what I mean picking these images apart and they're profiting off of it, right? Like the the black and white Masonic floors or whatever the sixes and the, and the certain letters, whatever the case is. Um, so I think that's a part where it gets, it, it, it may be, um, what's the word for it? Like, it stops people from wanting to or like looking to it, if that makes sense, or wanting to be like, all oh, this shit is real. It kind of gets annoying. But to, to answer your question as to why should we care, um, I think it's because it's programming to a certain degree. And if you do know, and again, when you look into some of these type of like, images and things that they do in their videos or whatever the case is that they showcase is something again like the vibrations that you're hearing you're not necessarily aware of what's taking place but something is happening you are going to a certain realm or so you're on a certain vibration so you're at a certain thinking pattern etc so i think um that's why we should care but i think that the people that 
make it an issue or only doing it for profit, if that makes sense. So the people you see on TikTok and Twitter and YouTube, oh, look at the floors and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but when you do it that way, it's making it seem like there's no validity to it. Where if you really break it down to what they do, why they say what they say, you know what I mean? Who these people are actually connected with, um, then it starts to make more sense. And then you start to look at it through a different eye. So I do think that's why we should care. Um, because it blatantly infiltrates us on a day-to-day basis. And maybe some of us are picking up some of these vibes and emotions due to what's being put out there at a mass level. So that's the reason why I think we should care about why celebrities are doing it. Man, so it's like to the point of what he's saying, me having an understanding that images can create visualizations in your mind to power and control your subconscious mind. I don't want to go too far left for people, but the images can create certain things in your mind that you will be visualizing while you sleep or even while you woke so much to where a point in the future, it'll start to create more of those type of things in your life or circumstances that you don't even know in a negative space. So it's like that, that energy. Now, caring about it too much, I don't even like to talk about certain things too much because I feel like everything that we give energy to is creating more of it. We're doing exactly part of what they want want to be done by us even speaking on it. Mm-hmm. When people, people, I'm gonna get too deep on that. It's like, okay, people go to church and they talk about sin, 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 sin. You're programming the mind to understand sin so much that this is what's gonna eventually create in people's lives. You know what I mean? The same thing with poverty. You talk about poverty so much, this is what people gonna have a poverty mindset. This is what you're developing. So by us even giving it this energy, we're developing more of it. You know what I mean? That's why you see all the bullshit on the news because they want that vibration to be out there. They're never showing you nothing good. They're never showing you nothing to where you can structure your mind about money. They're never putting you in a better light. So by us even focusing on that type of shit, this is what they want. They're so-called elites or devil worshippers and all that stuff. But I'm a um, I'm a godly man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like God got me on saying so. But just to that extent, it's like, that shit weak, but it's like once you stop focusing on that type of shit, stop giving your attention to it, then then it won't even it won't even exist in your realm. But like you said, unconsciously, a lot of people are unconsciously not knowing how this is affecting your energy, how it's affecting you on a deeper scale to where that can lap over in your relationships in life. If you operating from a negative space 24-7. You know, and anybody knows you don't want to be around somebody that's negative all the time. It's like draining the fucking battery immediately. Like, if you 100%, then next you get around that person, they didn't talk to you. You're on 30% energy now. Like, that shit get deep. So that's the only my take on that. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's like, it gives some people, like, damn near a reason to live, damn near. Yeah. It's like, they don't have nothing else going on in their mind. So they like, whoa, fuck, Beyonce worship the devil or Jay-Z. Work. Like, that just gives them something to, to do, damn near. Because I'm like, okay, let's just say they do worship the devil. So? Like, what, how does that affect your personal life? Like, I think it does not affect you at all, damn near. I think it's so big because it's supposed to be abnormal, like, of being openly like you a devil worshiper. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm strictly for evil type shit. Like, so I think that's the, that's the big thing about it. It's gonna become to a point where they're doing it so much, it's gonna be normal now. And it's gonna be abnormal for you to be like, well, I fuck with God. You know what I mean? Mm. So that, that's, that's where it's gonna get to a point of being. Which I think we're already there. Um, mm-hmm. We've been there for, you know, we've been there for a while. I feel like where 
you know, God is frowned upon, right? Like, if you are religious, then you're looked at, you know, and it's, it's like lame or corny almost. Um, so I think we already are there. There's actually a movie coming out right now called Book of Clarence that Jay-Z uh, has his hands in. And it's funny that you bring up God because it's about a guy named Clarence who, you know, he wants to be in with the 12 apostles and and have the same type of fame and notoriety that they have. So he starts to pretty much fake miracles and things of that nature to be looked at as the next Messiah, right? Which is what, you know, seems to be like happening today to a certain degree. We have all these false prophets, right. uh, you know what I mean? False gods that we idolize and look up to and we don't know where they're getting their energy source from. And that's why, again, to double down on why I do think the um, satanic images in, you know, celebrity entertainment is important because we're going to these people and looking to these people and getting our energy, getting our knowledge and stuff like that from them. And we don't know where they're hooked up to. And so that's why it's, it's dangerous. Um, yeah, but for people who make it a job to go and point out every little thing in the videos, like I said, I don't like those type of people because they're so focused on that, but then they're not focused on, I feel like conspiracies that really matter, if that makes sense. Like what you're saying, um, if it is true, what does it really do to us, right? Like it doesn't affect you. Whereas in, if you look at certain things that are in your water that you just drinking in your neighborhood mm -hmm. that's coming out the, the faucet, that's a conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? But y'all niggas is over here looking at, again, the, the nigga with a million followers that they want you to look at mm -hmm. while they polluting your air, fucking your water up. Fucking creating your food falsely. You give me all these different things. Those are the conspiracies people need to be worried about. So that's where I don't, I don't like that kind of shit. See, it's funny that you. Well, not funny. It's it's great that you say that because I think people purposely. Let me stop saying I think. People purposely ignore those conspiracies because once they're found to be not a conspiracy and actually true, it's like damn. Now I got to do something. Like yeah. that, that, it's like damn near. If I'm ignorant to it. I can ignore it. I can pretend like it don't exist. You know what I'm saying? They say like once you once you become woke or you awake, it's damn near like torture even existed because you walking around and you seeing things for what they really are, not for the world that's like made up for us. Like you said, it's shit in the water. It's shit in your food. They're putting shit in the air. They're releasing fucking mosquitoes over here. We got the the the, the fires in Hawaii that looked like it was orchestrated. Like it's all type of shit going on that if the truth comes out, now the public is like, damn, we got to really do something. Yeah. Like the, the people that we're trusting with our lives, basically, the whole system would be a lie if these conspiracies were real. And I think that's too much for people to handle to go, damn, my whole existence has been a lie. Everything I've ever been taught is a lie. I'd rather be ignorant to it. And people just like to be entertained. So they're like, okay, well, you know, this music shit, this... Hollywood actor shit. This is entertaining. Let me let, let let me focus on these type of conspiracies. And even with that, they don't go deeper into it with the with the whole the the child sex trafficking and all of that that's tied into that mm -hmm. part of it. They ignore that, but they only want to focus on the symbolism about it. But, See, but I, they don't want to go deeper. I think when it comes to part, like you said, a lot of what you're saying is truth in it. But then it's like with the water and all that type of shit. It's to the people like. If they're providing all this shit for them, they might be realizing, like, what, what the fuck can I do about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just accept it. Like, 
to that point of like that's too big of a skill for me to even be worrying racking my brain about. Like <laughs> yep. I'm worrying about this water. Like <laughs> I can't do so, damn shit yeah, about it. Like, I might as well not even worry about that shit. It is what it is at this point. It's so much shit that you can't do nowadays. You could barely eat. You could barely do whatever. But I don't think people the serious people the seriousness that don't care about that type of stuff is is the seriousness of how you take care of yourself. Because when you're taking care of yourself, you're real conscious of what you're putting in your body, of what you, how you leveling your temple. So, like I say all the time, people will take care of their shoes, they take care of their cars, make sure that motherfucker clean down, they make sure everything right, your house straight. But when it comes to your body, motherfuckers don't give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? Throw anything in that bitch. Facts. You know what I mean? Ain't keeping that motherfucker structured. No maintenance. So, yeah, no nothing. <laughs> like, that motherfucker been needed to tune up. That's a fact. But the thing <laughs> is, with that, they don't understand the long-term effects. So when start, things start happening to people at 40 years old, we seeing all these early... People think 40 is old, but it's not that old. But these young deaths of not being healthy and not being certain things and not knowing the long-term effects of shit that you've been putting in your shit, it might not bother you today, it might not bother you in a year, but over time, you're not changing nothing about yourself. That process is going to fuck you up. You're going to look up seven, eight years and be fucked up internally. You know what I mean? And then the body is going to decay from that. Yeah, That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. Like, I mean, I really ain't got too much more to say about the devil worship stuff. I just, like I said, I think it's just, it's a pastime for people. It's something to be entertained by. It's something that they can be distracted by. People love distractions. Like you said, people don't want to hone in and key key in on what's really going on in life. People want people want to be spoon fed what they should pay attention to. They don't want to go out and really learn nothing key uh, that's pivotal to their real life. Like they don't they don't want to really elevate. They don't want to learn things that can help them in real life. They want to be entertained, which is why sports is like the biggest shit in the world. Because I could be entertained, I could be distracted. Fuck politics. Fuck what's going on in, in real life. Shit, fuck these kids. Like, I'm yeah. entertained. Like, I'm <laughs> people don't give a fuck. I'm telling you, as long as you keep them entertained, they good. It, it makes people, you know, I think the, the satanic thing, it makes people feel like they're closer to the truth, to knowing the truth. And that's why they focus so much on it, again, while all this other shit happens underneath. But a lot of it, I look at it as like, if you were to take it back to, you know, AD or BC times, it would be like the common people sitting around and talking about folklore, you know, about the higher ups in society, like that's really what we're doing because there is no real fact that you, this is what it is. Not to cut you off, when you say the truth, what do you, what do you mean? Like you feel like them so, getting more satanic closer to the truth? So uh, I, I feel like when people get off into researching that, um, that becomes, so when it, anytime somebody gets fixated on something like that, they start to use that as their answer to why the way the world is the way it is, if that makes sense. Things so, like going on behind closed doors? or Yeah, just, so yeah. if I can say, you know, Jay-Z is this kind of way because of these many images or his songs reversed or how he puts his hand like this when he does pictures, yeah. then ultimately it leads to why the government's fucked up, why the world's fucked up. And so that becomes their answer to it's why the answer. world is the way it is, you know, instead of being like a more ground level or just what it really is. So people get fixated on that and then that's how they start to answer, you know, the questions that they have about the world is, is through that. But Yeah, we're gonna switch gears in a minute, but just to throw like a monkey wrench in that, do you do you think a lot of these artists, I'm I'm pretty sure they see what we see. They see the people saying they devil worshipers or whatever. And let's just say you not, but you know, hey, they think I am anyway. Let me play into it and it's free publicity. Let me let me do a certain 
symbol in, in the picture. Let me cover this eye or yeah. let me act like I'm a part of this group and it's going to gravitate people to, to me so I can sell more products. Yeah. I believe it's a lot of that going on because if I'm in a secret society, key word is secret. Why would I let the average fan know yeah. about this group that's going on? So I think it's like more, a lot of publicity going on. Yeah, but once that. you but once you start- Inviting once, that yeah, once Yeah, once you start accumulating or presenting their symbols, you are a part of that. Yeah. Because now your perception is becoming a reality. You can try to fake it, but you're faking it to the point where that's going to become you. If you acting like something every day or you get around these certain type of people and, and start shifting and, and they're going to they gonna get to getting in your brain about it, about whatever the case may be. If you're making album covers or and you know what this means, them energies you're putting out for sure is going to come wrap back around on you, regardless of how you think you want to play it. The universe ain't going to play about it. So... I look at it like that. They gonna tap but at the same the time, at the same time, I get what you're saying because we live in a time right now where all publicity is good. Like, so the only way you get paid is based off analytics. Analytics don't say if somebody likes something or not. Really, they just say how many times it was viewed. You feel me? What was the the retention rate, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think a lot of artists do play on that on that, and that's what they do it for because they know, like Doja Cat, for example, perfect example. She was caught in chat saying racist shit. Um, I only date white dudes. Um, she just dressed up as a demon. You feel me? Has demonic tattoos on her body. Has literally told fans, I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> Who are you to me? And they have literally still stayed around. So she has proven that nobody really cares. You know what I mean? What you really do. Because at the end of the day, she knows and she's caught on to that. She's a product. You get what I'm saying? That's meant to be consumed. And as long as she keeps putting out the content, then nobody really gives a fuck about what she does unless she like harms a little child or does something that is extreme. But besides that, she got them locked in. You know what I mean? She can do whatever she wants. And so that's how we live. And so I do think a lot of people um, play into that. Lil Nas X, other people as well. But you, you see them, you see them um, Satan bait. You see people, you see people gay bait too. Like, mm. you know, you you see them do certain things because they they know people will eat it up. You know, that's just that's see if that's if if that's who you are and you choose to be whatever Satan worship or whatever the case is, that ain't my business at the end of the day. Do what you do, but it's hard to respect when you doing anything for the money or you're doing anything for the fame. That's a different level. That's like a person, people that's doing anything for the money is gonna be the person that say they get the money. And they got the ladder, they're gonna pull the ladder up, up off of you once they get to the top. You know what I mean? Versus somebody else that's that's solid is gonna is gonna lead the footprints in the sand. They're gonna they gonna inspire you to get to where they at. The 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 person that's just doing anything for the money is not they're not gonna wanna they're more in competition, you know what I mean? Versus like enlightening you. They they don't wanna really see you get up there. So once they get up there, they pulling that ladder and gonna be the one looking down on you throwing rocks, you know what I mean? Versus the other way around. So that's just how I look at that. Look, on a lighter topic, speaking of the world shifting, you guys believe the rap game is dead? And when I say dead, I mean like as far as ever getting quality art again, because there's been a shift with the shift to streaming from CDs to streaming. Like music used to be a full experience mm -hmm. when we was kids. You know what I'm saying? You used to have to get up, get on the bus. Go to Sam Goody when it opened. Go to the warehouse when it opened. Go to your local record store when it opened. Now, hurry up and try to get the physical copy before they sell out. Then you get the physical copy. It's a whole experience once you get it. You take the, the paper out, the artwork. You're looking at who produced this. You're looking at these pictures. Like it, it takes you through the whole essence of the album 
as you're listening to it. You know what I'm saying? Now, with the click of a button, if a song ain't ain't hot in the first 10 seconds, you just hit next. Yeah. You just hit next. And it's not a, a body of work. It's just songs. Like It's like with the album, you really had to let it digest. I'm listening to this motherfucker two or three times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I only had enough money to buy this one album. I'm finna listen to this shit two or three times. So even the songs I don't like, I might fuck around and start liking. Now it's like, if I don't like it, I'm never listening to it again. It's never finna grow on me. It's a million and one songs to choose from. And artists don't care about being artists no more. Yeah. It's chasing the next hit to get the most streams, to get the most money. And before, you had to fall in love with the music first. And then that made you want to know more about the artist. Now, the way that audiences are, you gonna have to make them fall in love with you yeah. as a person yeah. first before they even listen to your music. Yeah. Like I gotta fuck with him to listen to his music, and he could be whack, but I fuck with him, yeah. and I'm he's still gonna rock. Yeah. Before it's like if your shit whack, it's over with. Yeah, How or you, feel you could, about that? or you could just make a career off of you, not your music at all. Mm. Like you could only have a little bit of music, but mostly be like a career person, like. I kind of feel like that's how Blueface is. Like in the beginning, he was coming out, fire, whatever, you know, he had cool little music. Then he started the baddies and all this other thing and kind of just became a celebrity. Um, but I do think that streaming is kill, kill rap for sure because it's made it so microwavable. Um, and then not only that, you know, the way people are getting paid, artists are getting paid a certain way based off of all these streams where it's not favorable, right? So that has changed as well. Um, the contracting and things like that. Um, and I also think that, you know, just like rock and roll back in the early, early 90s, late 90s, um, when it was still at its surgence, you had like radio rock and shit like that going, you know, number one in platinum. I think that we don't have that no more. We don't have rock no more. We don't have different types of music. We only have had this like rap, pop, style for so long for the last like 20 years to where I think it's just completely drained out to where that's why you see now it's not a number one hit no more because it's just so drained out and rinsed because of the hyper production from streaming and people putting out you know what I mean 40 track songs just to, just 40 track albums just to get the money from the streaming maybe half of them is a dump you know what I mean so things are changing and I think what um I think what record labels are looking for is changing too. Like they're looking for more of a persona before music. You know what I mean? They understand that the longevity of this person's career is probably not going to last or they don't plan for it too. Like you'll see that with uh, the 2016 XXL, Lil Uzi, 21, all them. We, we thought they would never last. I don't know if y'all remember that. It was like these niggas is going to be gone tomorrow, but they figured it out. But after them, it's a wrap. That's it. Like you don't, you don't, that was it. That was to me, that was literally it. Like anybody after them young dudes, it hasn't been the same since. Um, and I think that's due to streaming taking off, but other things as well. So it's just the place we are right now. I don't think it's just dead. I think it's more of people don't, I don't, I don't see a lot of people making timeless music or looking for timeless music, except certain artists. You know what I mean? And you just gotta go listen to those artists. Kendrick, J. Cole, them type of artists are, I believe, are gonna have timeless music. You're gonna be able to listen to their music 10, 20 years from now, versus the, like y'all said, the microwavable music that's just hot for now and it's not gonna last long. 
Drake makes music that's gonna last, regardless. And he's in the lane with both. He can make jump on people's songs that's here today and gone tomorrow. But his his body of work is gonna still be able to be played. So I look at it like that. And I remember this thing that um Tupac had said, and I feel like this is where we at now. He was like, um, basically you're gonna get to a point where the only thing people are talking about is partying, fucking, because they don't got too much shit to talk about, and that's the agenda that they want. And he was basically on some real shit, like the shit that I'm talking about. They don't want me talking about. So this is what I'm going to talk about. And people don't have that type of things to stand up on. You're not standing firm. And when you're controlled, you're going to be controlled on what you speak on. People are scared to speak out about anything, especially in that industry, if they feeding you. You know what I mean? And if you is selling your soul, I think it's a lot of that, of being under them contracts. Like, we ain't even dropping this shit. If you if you talking like this, you know what I mean? What was that interview I think Meek was talking about? This is what they wanted. They wanted to push the negativity shit. Like... They pay you so, more. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, see, my, my thing with the Meek shit was, all right, you can say that, but then you doing it. So it's like, yeah, they paying us more to dish out bullshit, so we're going to dish out bullshit, but you're dishing out the bullshit. So what, do you, what is So what was the point of even pointing that out if you're going to partake in it anyways? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's still good that he acknowledged what's going on, but it's like, at the end of the day, he's doing it for the money. But I can't just say Meek is there because Meek does have good quality of music. He, he, I don't put him in the same boat as a lot of these rappers. You Not know at all. what I mean? So that's why I don't really fought him for that. It's like he know he's 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 around people. He's he's learning. He's mastering what's going on ins and out of that. But most of his quality of work, he's a real he's a real artist. He takes he takes most of his craft to to a T. Yeah, I, I just see the creativity. Not to cut you no, off. You cool. The creativity just non-existent. Like we used to literally have artists like trying to push the boundaries of the mind. Like you had Nas write a song backwards. Yeah. Like you had artists telling real stories that felt like a movie. Like King Von was probably the the last great storyteller that we had. And that's because that nigga was rapping his real life. Yeah. Like the shit he was really doing. So it was like, damn, you was on the edge of your seat. But now it's just like songs used to be three verses, two hooks. Now you get a half a verse and a hook. Song like a minute and 30. Like, what the fuck? This was a snippet? Like, no, this is the whole song. And it's because the streaming. So it's like, why am I going go in there, make a three-minute song of art, I'm going to get the same amount of money for the stream if I make a minute verse. Spit a hot 16, get a hook, spit eight more bars, let the hook come back in and fade out, and I'm going to get the same amount. It's like, I don't know, man. It's just we're not getting art anymore. Where You're getting projects that's, like he said, timeless. I could really sit down and digest this. It's just... Microwave, 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 microwave. And they talking about bullshit. I compare, the only reason why I keep comparing it to rock and roll and kind of the downfall of rock and roll is because it's so similar in the way that once rock and roll became super commercialized, I'm talking about even punk bands, heavy metal bands, et cetera, et cetera. Once this shit became so commercialized, it got, it got drained out. And I feel like that's where we are right now with rap, where it's like, it has just became not an art no more. It's became a commercial product and it's, it's, I don't know where it will go in the next 15, 20 years, 30 years, um, but I don't know if it'll be around at the height that it is now because it's just like I said with the rock and roll thing, that's where rap kind of made its way, even though rap was always popping, but this rap took over as the number one genre, you know what I mean, in, in the world, where before it was kind of it was kind of that type of shit. So it's just once something becomes so commercialized, I think it loses its value because it's hard to mm. it's hard to keep the integrity of it. You get what I'm saying? When you have so many people trying to do it 
for that commercial success. Now, you know, back in the day, it's like, hey, man, we might not even get paid for this shit, but let's just rock out. Like, let's see what we can make. Or I really got something to say. Now it's like, I done seen little homie from, you know what I mean, O Block or whatever, 15 niggas done made it. Let me just go try and make it and just emulate because you see how many people was getting on where back then it was like each person kind of had their own little swag going on. So I think that's just where we at. Yeah, I, I think as the as a fan of the culture, we gotta and shit, we we a part of the culture now with this podcast. So we gotta do better gatekeeping. Because even the gatekeepers, I'm starting to see they like, man, fuck it. And they starting to sell out. They starting yeah. to jump on these little tracks and indulge in the bullshit. And you like, damn, bro, you was a legend. You yeah. didn't have to do that. We fuck with you for you. You was the one that could have held this foundation down. You know what I'm saying? And even they selling out. So it's like, on one hand, you could be mad, but then on, on one hand, you can't because like you, it's producing a lot of, uh, of black millionaires. Yeah. What what other genre, what other Generation occupation well. is giving access to this type of generational wealth? So it's like, hey, if I got to jump around on this screen and get a little yeah. scrutiny, but hey, my family, my kids, kids, kids is going to be good, fuck it. Why not? You know what I'm saying? It Why rack my brain to try to do all this, that shit, and they're not playing it. They're not getting the streams. But if I jump on this track and say bitches ain't shit or my my pussy pink asshole brown and they're going to yeah. play the fuck out of it and I'm going to get a million dollars, well, shit, my pussy pink, my asshole brown. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's give and take with it. But just as a fan of the art, I want to see more artists being artists again. <laughs> it's like if you mad, it's, it's down to a point, if you mad about the quality of music, you need to make the quality of music that you want. Yeah. Yourself type shit. Like you go get in the studio and do it then if that's the case. Because people are going to continue to do what they do to get that bag. That's for sure. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm really interested to see because I think rap is at a spot right now where we just don't know our sound. Like It's almost like we don't have a sound. We don't have anything fresh. Every, it's, just, it's just all the same shit. And so I'm, I'm excited to see who will be like the next people to come and make it fresh again. Um, mm. you, know, you know what I mean? And, and, and bring back that, that notoriety. Um, and not only that, just respect like that, like that Snoop Dogg, like that God-like image. You could go across the world, everybody know you. You know what I mean? And they, people don't know Snoop Dogg as being a fool, you know what I mean? Or like a dummy, you know? Like obviously he's cool, but people respect Snoop. People call this, people that don't know this nigga call this nigga unk. Like you get what I'm saying? Where it's like, you might look at one of these new niggas and you like, who is this nigga? This nigga could have 3 million followers, but he could go across the world and nobody know who this nigga is. He's not a superstar. We don't have superstars no more. So when, once rap can get a superstar, like besides Drake, you know what I mean? Um, it's gonna it's gonna struggle. It's gonna struggle. Artists, man, y'all gotta start coming with y'all own sound again. That that's what's gonna take rap to the next level. Get back to sounding like y'all self. Wherever you from, you from the West. Make shit that make it feel like we on the West. You in Atlanta, I want to feel like I'm in Atlanta. You in New York, I want to feel like I'm in New York. I don't want to hear a rapper from New York, but I feel like I'm in Atlanta because that's the hot sound. Or I feel like I'm in Memphis because Yo Gotti and them is cracking. So I'm a rap like them niggas. Or Drill is cracking. So I'm a rap like Chicago. Like, no, bro, whatever region you from, I'll take me there with your music. You feel me? That's what's missing is that originality. Everybody on social media just watching will get the most likes. I'm going to do that. So everybody sound the same. So the shit is fucking garbage. Like, and start, start getting into your craft more. Even if you is like, fuck it, I just want to try it. Put some type of thought behind what you're writing. You feel me? And I don't know, man. I'm just a fan of the art. I don't, I'm not with that microwave shit. 
But yeah, y'all got any last words? We got about a couple minutes left. You got anything you want to discuss? Anything you want to throw out there? Yeah, no, I'm good right now. I'm just... <laughs> I'm chilling, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you chilling, you chilling? What you got for us? I got a question for y'all. Yeah, how, go ahead. How old or yeah, what age do y'all think men should move out? It's a quick little one. Man, 2023, I don't even think it's an age no more, bro. Tough, Honestly, the cost of living is crazy. I mean, the cost of living is crazy. I just seen an article. They were saying people that make... Even upwards of like 175,000 still yeah, feel struggle. broke. Struggle. Still feel broke making 175. It's tough. It seemed, but it seemed like we the only ones who came up with that structure of of even that because you see a lot of other races they be they don't move out. Yeah, they'd be together, happy, living, yeah. spending more time in their life with their family, and they 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 not struggling. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. chipping in on the bills. They they living how they want to live, damn near. Versus you throw your kid out and then that nigga ain't he can't do shit with himself. And you hurting instead of y'all being together, working, let him stack to stay ahead. And then versus, it's just, it's it's a different it's a different world now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think it's a certain age now. I mean, it used to be eighteen. Hey, pay a bill or get the fuck out. But that was a fucked up mindset to have to begin with. Yeah. You like you setting your kid up to fail to begin with. I think it's more so now. Once they get stable, like, all right, yeah. we know what it takes to be stable in this environment. I mean, we got full-blown adults that's yeah. that's struggling. Sure. So imagine trying to throw your kid out there to the wolves. It's like, it's insane. Like he said, that family structure where y'all stacking together, they get a couple thousand in their bank account, they get a direction in life they want to go as far as career-wise, then it's like, all right, spread your wings. But So with that being said, and that's, you know, this is something that I like to talk about because, okay, like a lot of people, you know, that's the route that we go. But how many kids that are over the age of 21 do you think are actually at home saving their money? You know what I mean? Investing it and looking for their next place to live, their next goal, their next goal. Like See, it's just it's the same way as why like you have 50-year-old people who are still late on the rent and they have been paying rent for 20 years because it's not necessarily the age, it's just like what's up here? Mindset. Your habits how you do things. Um, and I encourage your young men, like, I mean, don't move out if you don't got it, but y'all sitting around in the whip all day. If you you and four other niggas smoking, right? Why don't y'all come up with some ideas when y'all faded to, hey, let's all get our credit right. Let's we all got jobs, right? Let's all make a plan. Let's let's room together, whatever the case is, because I believe in the more experience you get, you know what I mean, on your own, the more productive of an adult you'll be. Like, you got a lot of people, like for my instance, I moved out kind of early. Not early, but I was like 21, 22, and I struggled. But I'm at a place now where I meet niggas or I have people that I know that are the same age as me that couldn't handle the responsibility that I have because of them not understanding what it takes or, or they're not necessarily on the same path as me when it comes to their work ethic, how they think, you know what I mean? They're lazy. So I feel like it's a, it's sort of sometimes a scapegoat because, yeah, the economy's fucked up, et cetera, cool. But you gonna what you gonna you gonna be thirty five at home? Like you, you feel what I'm saying? Like trying to have a bitch at the crib and fucking you still mm -hmm. eating Fruit Loops and shit at thirty five? Like at some point you gotta figure it out. So cool, it starts with roommates, you know what I mean? And, and then from that point on, but it's just the problem is that like niggas are using the economy. In my opinion, niggas are using the economy as an excuse to not get out because you could and obviously it's going to take a little bit more time and you should not rush it but at some point and i would say like 28 30 years old i would hope 
You you feel me? If you're not paying every bill in your mama's house, I will hope you're not there. See, the the difference with of what you're saying is, I feel like, I ain't going to say I feel, a lot of racists, what I see is they'll have their kids starting early. They'll be in the workplace with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. In those type of homes. They'll be uncle or dad or be taking this nigga to fucking construction or he'll be doing this, showing him already the work ethic of what you're going to need to be doing. Versus the four niggas in the car, they yeah. don't, I'm pretty sure they ain't got no nigga that's coming to teach them nothing about no credit. And if they don't know nothing about no credit, they ain't never even thinking about no credit. So I think it's a little different space in that when it comes to certain shit. And like you said, if you're just there enabling and this person is not even trying to put no effort, that's a different, that's a different pill. But I feel like if people, if they all progressing, all moving in the right direction with a, a certain goal, then that might be, it might not be a bad look. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great point that you make. Because comfort, comfort can 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 make a person weak. You know what I'm saying? And complacent. Like you said, if I know I'm good, I'm at mom's house or I'm at pop's house, if times get bad, I, mom and pop's got me. You know what I'm saying? So I think at that point, once you hit that 18, instead of putting them out, it's time to start planning now. But yeah. then that go on the parents too, because you got to put the pressure on them. Like, hey, you know, I'm here to help you, but understand you still got to fly on your own. You got to spread your wings. So what's your plan? What's your five-year plan? What's your, exactly. you know what I'm saying? By 21, 22... Hey, you should be having some shit saved up and ready to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and go be something in the world. So, I think it's more so on like the parents too, putting the pressure on them. If you, if I'm gonna provide this safe space, you gotta utilize this shit. Yeah. You gotta take advantage, and you gotta go spread your wings. No, I, for real shit, I do think that's true. I think that you know, um, parents have a lot to do with it, and can be better at assisting your kid to get out and get out the right way. Maybe not make some of the same mistakes that. You feel me? They made, but I just encourage all young men, you know, try it because especially if you have the parents, like that's why I was so able to to say fuck it, I'm gonna go do it because I knew that okay, if something, you know, don't go right, I could go home. So if, and that's my thing, like if you know you could go home, if you ever needed to, then why not try to gain, you know, more experience in life and get to another level because it's not like. You're going to lose everything if you don't try it out. You know what I mean? So I think for kids who are even more privileged and have that that foundation and background, they should try it even more with some homies or whatever the case is because, again, you could go back home. But I bet you if you do go back home, then at least the next time you go out, you know what I mean? You know what to do. You're going you're gonna to be there. But I, I think it's important for young men. But, yeah, we're going we gonna to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? On that note, this was a good one. As far as leaving the house, listen, no risk, no reward. That's with anything in life. No yeah. risk, no reward. The bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. You can't steal second base with your foot on first. You got to take your foot off first and run towards second to steal that base. So take a risk. You know what I'm saying? The viral way. Ain't no handouts. I did it from the ground up. In the streets, dug and hardest where they found us. Got a problem, nigga. Watch my troopers mount up. My bitches bang too. And you a lame, though. You niggas ain't outside. Yeah, we came through. You want your lights up? We put you on the